get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pinkman and Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So I want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good weekend, whenever you're listening to this episode. We are starting a new series, The Science of Success. And I don't know if you really believe this. You're going to need some faith to believe this, that everyone that God created is capable and it's possible for them to be successful. I'm not talking about a little bit. You got to think, we're talking about God, the creator of the universe. You know what you're saying, what? Creator of the universe, really? Okay, yeah, we're, yes the creator of the universe. He told us that in the very beginning of his work. But I want to talk to you about how to apply what we've even been learning in school, science, math, that obviously was created by God's word too, to our life, so we can have more success. He said, well, what is that? It's a more desired life, more pleasurable life, and it is possible. I want us to go to the Lord, but before I need you to, there's got to be a lot of different scriptures as we're going through this. I'm like, oh, wow, I can't give them all, but because you're going to be reading for a while. Well, maybe that's what God's intention is, is for us to turn to his word for everything. So Genesis 1 and 1. We're going to be also to Hebrews 11 and 3 and Galatians 3.21. And I'm not going to read it, but you guys write down Matthew 6.33. It's the end ought to be all like clear. But we're going to go with Genesis 1, 11, Hebrews 11 and 3 and Galatians 3.21. And I want us to go to the Lord together today because we are talking about the sure way to success, like literally anyone would be able to use the laws and formulas that God has already given us to just live a whole better life. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you made and we're glad we're joyous we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we are so grateful for those who are courageous enough to have faith in your word, faith in what you said so they can actually accept experience life as you design. We know that you've given us the 
power to gain wealth, according to Deuteronomy 8 and 18. But you made us in the likeness of your image. That gives us the right to choose and create. I get it. We ask for forgiveness right now that many a times we are choosing things that may not align with your laws and we're creating things that may not align with your purpose. And so we're experiencing the results of those. But you also did tell us that if we were to turn away from our wicked ways, ways that are opposite of you, We begin to acknowledge you in all of our ways. You'll be able to heal our land. We communicate with you more, having prayer with you more, so we can get the directions from you and walk in obedience. We we just be a little better off. I know I don't have to tell you, Lord. It's crazy out here right now. Like the way of the world. Just gone bananas. At this time, I'm asking that you would teach us, guide, direct, and correct us through your Holy Spirit to get back on track and that we would know that you've given us all that we need. We know your grace is sufficient, but you've given us specific laws and formulas that we can acquire the resources that you designed for us to govern, for us to dominate. But we want to take those resources, acknowledge you, go out to do these exploits in your name, not our own, and pay it forward for those who are coming behind. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, so I want to hop right on in to, um, let's go to Genesis one and one, and it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. The heavens and earth, does that not include the universe? But in Hebrews, 11 and 3 would say, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of Things that are visible. The laws, we actually will be able to experience the effect of the laws, but can you literally see it? Obviously, whatever is written down, we can see that. But we're talking about like even the laws that keep the earth away from the sun so we're not scorched. The laws of the universe that how things are created and when we get rain, when we don't, when we get, you know, all these things, God created them. But he also in the midst created specific laws for success. And so when we go to Galatians 3.21, it says, is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law had been given that could give life, then righteousness would indeed be by the law. So this is going to be deep, but I need us to keep this simple. 
Just because it's unfamiliar to you in your natural man, I don't want you to forget that you also are a supernatural being too. So we're just trying to understand this like how we understand watching reality TV or what. It's not going to work like that. I just want to give you advance notice that it's easier with prayer and it's easier when you're telling God, I need to connect with you. That's telling him you're connecting in the spirit because God is not a man. And so he can't lie. So that means that whatever he put in place in the beginning from Genesis 1 and 1, he can't go back and change his mind. So he can't go back and just switch it up on us. So the laws that have been in place that have been able to govern and guide us from the very beginning for success, when we choose not to obey the law, not to obey what God has said, I don't want us to think about the law as in the Constitution. I'm talking about let's start with the basic laws like the commandment. Let's start there because I don't ever want you to forget that the ones who wrote the Constitution, and we're about to go into Newton's first law of motion, the ones who created the Constitution, don't forget God created them. And now we go even to Newton's law, I don't want you to forget that God created him too. So if we were to go back and say, wow, God created them, people, they did some, what appears now, we write down the history of some great things. You, because God is no respected person, put laws in place so you could do great things, but in your purpose. But let's, let's watch this here. I want to go to the whole idea that, yes, success is a science. You didn't have to like chemistry. You didn't have to like physics. You didn't have to like, you know, um, math of any sort, ge- geometry, trigonometry. So you didn't have to like that for you to be able to understand what I'm about to tell you. Now, we, we kind of did a little brief over of Newton's first law. And we know that if you have faith, you're going to understand that the universe was created by the word of God. You know that the word of God is Jesus, the truth, the way, the life, right? So what I need you to think about right here is Jesus, the word. He came to earth and became flesh and underwent the most. For us, I love how Dr. Monroe taught it, also for them. And when I say them, I mean the whole Godhead. God created us, and he does not want us to fail. So he said, okay, I'm going to give you my only begotten son, and if you do what he tells you to do and you line up with the word, If you line up with him, you're going to get everything that I already gave you. I got to be obedient. I got to give you one more scripture. I'm sorry. I'm not. John 14, 21 says, 
says this, before we go into Newton's first law, and I tell you as the foundation of this series that success is a science, um, it says, John 14, 21 says, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Now, you telling me, Jesus say, if I do the commandments of our father, which art in heaven, if I follow his laws, then he going to love me, and then him loving me, he going to manifest himself to me, show up mighty and strong, and then I can have an abundant life, you go read it for yourself and pray and ask God, show me, is this lady saying your truth or her own truth? You come back and let me know, and I think you'll thank me later. But I want to go too fast. But I want to know, like, people are like, well, I watch all these people, and they're having success, and some of them don't love God, don't like God, some of them against God. But you got to know that, first off, gifts are given without repentance. So when God gives it to him, he can't take it back. And then number two, remember, we're made in the likeness of his image, so he doesn't override our free will. But I want you to know that the laws were already in place. So even if somebody cutting up, if they following the law, they actually are going to get the result of it. And so you want to know if you see people, you say they ratchet. They follow on some level of the law, but whatever area of the law that they're not following, you just, wait for it. They will also reap the benefits of that too. They will also reap the benefits of that too. The law does not care about time. The law does not care about any downturns in the economy. The law does not care about if it's raining, if it's a hurricane. The law don't care. The law just got to be the law. And I wonder if we as humans would just operating our God image with what would happen. Like, think about that. Like, the fish never try to be somebody else. A deer, a dog, they don't try to be nobody else. But when we start trying to do something else, this is where the challenge comes. So this is the Newton's first law. And And this is the thing about motion, because he said faith without works is dead, right? So obviously the first Lesson is, if you want to be successful, you got to be moving. But the answer is, what direction are you moving in? Now, Newton's first law, it is kind of relative to rocket. So that means that you're moving on up, like the Jefferson. So if you want to move from a stationary place in your life, what we would call it stagnation, or your just like the rocket on the ground. And you want to have more success, meaning you want to go from not experiencing what you're experiencing to experiencing what you want to experience. Newton's first law is applied to a rocket liftoff, and it says this. 
every object in a state of rest or uniform motion in a straight line unless it's compelled to change that state by forces impressed on it. If you were sitting, and I don't know what, fifth grade we might have learned Newton's law, I don't know. And you hear the teacher in the front of the room read what I just read. You like, huh? What are you talking about? But now that we're a full-grown person and we didn't had problems and challenges in life, those challenges were designed to compel you to make some moves. Not stay in a state of rest. Now, I just want to, as we're talking about this first law, Newton's law, when challenges arise, to keep it moving or to stand still and based in the problem. Things not working out? Do you stay in a state of rest, meaning sitting, talking about the problem versus doing something about the problem? Because I'm going to tell you something. Me seeking out solutions for my problems is what led me to be successful. Me seeking solutions and I start picking up the Bible instead of watching TV for other folk who also have problems to tell me how to fix my problems, I went to the Bible and I started finding some things. And that's why I get excited sometimes. That's why I don't want to overwhelm them with all these different scriptures. Let me give them a few where it says, okay, this one should make sense. Now, it's not my job to help unscramble it in your spirit and your mind. It's the Holy Spirit's job. He's, his job to help you. So call on them and ask him for the help you need. But it says that basically if you're in a state of rest, you need somebody to provoke you. You need something to happen to moving. But how do we get moving and know we're moving in the right direction by focusing on the answer to the problem versus the solution, I mean, versus the problem itself? We should be focusing on the solution to the problem. So what do I mean by that? If you're saying, okay, I'm not having success spiritually, wavering, and if it says that faith is what activates the hands of God, if it says God is not pleased with me without faith, and if it's saying that even by faith, I got to believe that God is God, that means that the only place to get that solution would be in God's word. You got to go to God. I didn't say you got to go to church. I said you got to go to God. Because remember, when we're at church, it's just supposed to be the leaders and teachers who went to God and they are coming to help us understand why it's a good idea to go to God. So right now when we're in a, 
state in this world where even going and gathering in church can actually give us the adverse effect of what we want to do, we want to live. And it, at this time, I don't know how long it's going to be. God says it's going to be as long as I let it be. But we still do have Amazon and Christian books and whoever else that we could order a Bible. Or guess what? Our phone can actually tap into the Bible right where it is. So if you have some challenges with the spirit, okay, let's go to God. The challenge is supposed to be compelling you to go towards the solution, not rest in the problem. So now let's think about that. So you go there, now you start feeling better, and now you maybe say, you know what, I'm being a little bit, I feel a little bit more courageous because somebody told me that I was fearfully and wonderfully made, uh, that somebody was who created me. So now let's go here. The next thing is saying, okay, I'm not having success in my health. Okay, well, this is the vessel of God, and I feed it any and everything. But I don't really like the way vegetables taste. I don't really like the way the things that God said, listen, I gave you all the herbs of the field. I gave you all everything to heal you. Now, people are drinking things like Irish moss. I've been drinking Irish moss and feeding my kids Irish moss since a baby because we're Jamaican and Panamanian. You know, we've been doing herbs. We'll do Cersei tea as a, you know, a blood detox. We did Senapad as a, a detox, a colon cleanse. We grew up on that stuff. And I used to wonder why in the world would our family do such wrong to the kids on a Saturday when we want to ride our bikes? They line us up two to three at a time and make us drink this tea, and we go into the bathroom all day long because we were eating now and later and stuff like that. And we say, okay, now let's go on to finances and business. I'm low on cash. That's the problem. That's the problem. The problem is supposed to compel you to move on up. But if you stay in a state of rest, will you have success? Oh, we're going to wait on who? Stimulus check, the government, somebody else who kept moving, who have their bank account stacked. Who are we going to wait on? You want to get a promotion in your business? Who are you waiting on? The person who hustled and made it happen and you're waiting on them to go get their people to give them to you? Or are you waiting on, let, let's think about that for a moment. The problem is I'm in financial I have less finances than I would like. Do I focus on the problem? Because then now sometimes in that state, the problems start being people who are more successful than you. So now you're focusing on them. How's that going to help you? Well, I'm going to focus on what I don't have. So anybody who would call me and who would listen, I'm going to tell them what's going on, that I ain't got it. Is that going to make you take off like a rocket? The problem came to move you up. So whatever problem you have, this is where we're starting. 
Whatever problem you have right now, make your list. You look at the list and you prioritize it. And you know that just means what's most important for you to say, this right here, I don't want this problem anymore. You know, let me tell you a problem I had when I was a kid, and I and I kind of led into it once before. One of the things is like, you know, our 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 culture of Cindy, the way we were raised, you better honor your mother and your father because the word said it. And if you want to try try going against it, if you want to, then then who lived in that house? It could be uncles. Uh, it don't even matter who could come across. I can remember one time I tried to get sassy with my mama, and uh, she beat the brakes off me. And then when we went to my grandma's house, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking this, though. She got to tell my grandma about it. She got to tell my uncle about it. She got she told everybody about it. So everybody was looking at me sideways. And I'm like, oh, God, so now you're going to drop me off of a grandma. Now grandma got to be going at me at every moment. So we grew up saying we got to honor our mothers and fathers and also please them. So it was always about I just can't get it right. I got to I gotta get it right. But when I began to understand the difference between right and wrong and understand the difference of walking in your purpose that maybe people who even birthed you don't even understand it, and if you're making sure that you're not harming or hurting anyone, you're not breaking the laws by stealing, cheating, you know, being envious and things like that of anyone, because those, I mean, some of those basics are in the Ten Commandments. You're not coveting other people's stuff, and you're just minding your business, handling your business. Things worked out just fine. My mom is my best friend, and I love my mom. As a matter of fact, right here, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to try to come convince her to come stay up here with me for a few days or what have you, and, you know, it worked out just fine. So the same thing is if you're having problems with relationships, just can't get along with folks. You have some people in your life and all of a sudden they go ghost. You tell somebody some other kind of story, but if you got a bunch of friends and they all kind of knew all the time, The first relationship you got to work on is with God and with yourself. And I'm going to tell you this. That should now provoke you or compel you to make moves and say, you know what, let me work on, let me work on me a little bit. Let me love on me a little bit. I'm going to tell you something about that here. When you start loving yourself enough to where you are open to correction, man, whole nother level of success. You tell me what master at anything have not had the course correct, their skills. It's a given. The first law is the problem came to move you up, not make you stagnant not sit in the comfort of other miserable folk and feel good enough about yourself to realize when people ain't for you, you just excuse yourself so that you can go and do a real quarantine with God so you can literally say, let me get to know what his laws are, and I'm going to follow that. 
Do you know how many people as I was leveling up that I used to talk to all the time and I don't talk to them at all no more? And it ain't not a problem, ain't no animosity, ain't no nothing. It's just that God said they're not in that next level. Okay. It's okay. Everything, season, reason, lifetime. I want to leave y'all with that this morning. Science. We're going to go with Newton's first law. Whatever problem you got, write it down, prioritize it. I'm sure it's a few of them. All you just got to do is make a decision, and that'll be like poof, like the magic jag and gone. Just be gone. But if it's hard for you to make the decision, just go to the word and say, I have to make the decision because God says if I do what he says, that he's going to show up mighty. And, you know, when you show up, it looks like you by yourself. But like the word said, they just can't see all who with you. Watch that level of confidence just go through the roof. Watch your activity just go through the roof. And you're going to put in the work. Let the problem push you to the next level. I love you. Oh, announcement. My new website will be up. I am very sure we'll be able to launch it on Wednesday. I got something very special for you. Um, A lot of great things. I'll be starting my first project with the Nicola Smith Jackson Foundation as well, doing what I just love to do, give with purpose. And um, I'll be telling you all about it. But by Wednesday, I'm sure you'll be able to log into the new website, get some goodies. And I just want to give you a heads up that the Power Moves group, those who are in it now, will have complimentary access for some time. But some newcomers are actually going to have a little small investment. It won't be a lot, but we got to bring some real stuff up in there. And so I just want you to know that if you know some folks that's not in there, um, you don't have to go and recruit them. It's not that serious. But I'm going to tell you one thing. It might be a good idea for them to get in there. It's going to be a lot of goodies coming forth. So the site on Wednesday coming, um, I think that's the 12th of August, I believe. I don't know. Finishing up some tight ends now. It's going to be amazing. God is so good. That must mean that it got to be some good enough in us to be successful. I love you. Have a productive and amazing day. Today is Caden's first day of school. I don't know if your kids started yet, so we got to get going. Talk to you soon.